Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 18th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Renford. Yeah, long time no see, everybody.、Uh, thank you for having me again. It's、uh, always a pleasure to be able to uh, share uh, my thoughts with you guys. So, thank you. That indeed, that indeed. And、uh, yeah, it's just the two of us. It's a Just Compadres episode. <laughs> But it won't be for long because if you guys didn't hear last week, next week is going to be the first time we're actually doing a in person episode、Ooh. between me, Luna, and Gray. Yeah, so I'm, I'm fairly excited. I'm going across the ocean across the sea. <laughs> to go and see them. Across the sea. Oh boy. But. You know, eh, it'll, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, how you been, Rinford?、Uh, What have you been listening to? Lately, I've <laughs> been listening to a lot of the most recent release.、Oh, I guess, I, not the most recent, I guess her major debut for、um, Okamoto Emi, album titled Gappy. So,、uh, for some of our listeners, maybe they may have seen some pr- promotional, I guess, shots or maybe even the video for two of her singles that were released for this. I, don't, I didn't think it was that big, but I mean, there was a piece on Natalie and stuff like that. So, I guess if you're more versed, you may be familiar with it. I think it's also featured, like,、um, you know how Tower Records Japan has, like, their,、uh, I guess, their featured artists, right? Featured releases that they, they have、uh, for, like, a little kiosk thing. So, yeah. Uh, very, very good you know, RB. I guess that's more neo soul, kind of electronic fusion sort of RB style. I, if you're into that, I definitely recommend it. She's a great singer, and they are the tracks that were composed are really creative. It's just a really chill, really great album. So I recommend it to anybody, everybody, really. I've also been listening, to, been listening to some throwback stuff since I recently. Am I able to say what streaming service I use? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Okay, yeah. We're, we are not endorsed by Apple or Spotify. But,、um, you know, I use, I use Spotify primarily. I just recently decided to try the trial for Apple Music and found out that there are a lot of releases on there that aren't on Spotify. So I was listening to, like,、um, I guess. Some、uh, classic artists I used to really enjoy listening to, like AKB48,、um, some old album, older albums by A Flood of Circle. Their newer stuff is on Spotify, but I like their older stuff a lot more,、um, as well as Prague or Puraha.、Oh, uh, their whole discography is on Apple Music.、Uh, it, it wasn't on Spotify at all, as well as. Oh! As well as Akai Cohen, which, what's today's day? Eight, the 18th. So I believe in a few days they will be releasing a new album. So go check that out. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. I don't remember the name of it, but、um, if you're not familiar with Akai Cohen, you know, they're a four piece, I guess, pop rock band,、uh, all female. They recently, I guess, this past year or Maybe late last year, picked up a, a new singer because their old singer quit. They were on hiatus for a bit and they have a new singer who used to be an idol. I'm sorry, I don't remember her name at the moment. 
they released a few singles and they're gonna release their first full album together in a few days so i'm really looking forward to that it's really really feel good pop music i guess if you're into you know aiko aiko's like style of uh you know like female singer songwriter pop music from like the early 2000s you probably really would like akai cohen's releases so go check that out and sorry this is really long-winded i've also been listening to uh, the rest of Kirinji's albums that I haven't been able to listen to on Spotify. So <laughs> I was listening to Eleven. Eleven is is surprisingly Ooh. a lot better than I thought it would have been. Um, their opening track I listened to a lot before because they actually had the music video for that on their official channel, which has since been taken down, I believe. Yeah. Since that it was on their official channel when they were in that weird like influx state where they didn't have a label i believe but now that they're on a label i think they aren't able to have that public ironically enough i i guess i saved the link to the video at some point so even though it wasn't public it's not logged it's not um it's not private it's just unlisted i'm sure they may have changed it at this point so i was able to watch the video again i don't have the url on hand but anyway so that's some of the stuff I've been listening to lately. Uh, what about you? I know you've been enjoying the Tender release a lot, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been enjoying the hell out of that. Very, very much so. If it's not Tender that I'm listening to, I'm also listening to Kieran J. I went back to their their Paper Driver music album. And I've been, ah, that's the oh my god! That's probably that's, those what, are the good old days. One of my favorite yeah. albums done by them because my favorite mm-hmm. song, the Noda No Nizi, is probably one of my favorite songs by them, and mm-hmm. it's a song close to my heart. If not, I've been kind of going all over the place with like just random benders. I went into <laughs> randomly. Uh, I went into back into Bruno. Oh, okay, Bruno. Yeah, because right, 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 right. uh, we did an article for Suzuki uh, Aidi, I believe, because she's mm-hmm. starting to do a lot of her solo stuff now. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was like, oh, I'll just listen to them. And then because of the second generation of Maximum the Hormones band, I forgot what it's called off the top of my head, but I've been I went back to a lot of Maximum the Hormones songs, and probably the people that drive next to me think i am crazy person because i'm just like (laughs) blasting metal music (laughs) i'm i'm mostly listening to f which is the the frieza song if you guys don't know the frieza song yeah right 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 frieza frieza that one right yep 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 pretty much much. it's uh yeah it's the frieza song (laughs) if you guys don't know that was the reason why they made it the title fukatsu no f or the resurrection of f the song was made before the movie too, so yeah, the song was actually yeah. I was gonna say that, I, yeah, that's really interesting if you think about it, right? Because it 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 in this industry it almost always goes the other way around, right? Like you'll always have like you know okay, there's a major like you know either movie or anime release coming out. Okay, let's see who's gonna like make the song the theme song that's you know based around the movie but they actually kind of i wonder if they were inspired to actually make the resurrection of a frieza movie no i don't think so I, I think it was more so that oh i should make another movie about frieza and then call it this uh, particular thing right 
So it's it's interesting, nonetheless. I've been listening to that, and I went to back to Bang Dream as usual, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about this probably next week because there was just a gaggle of Bang Dream news that just got announced this past night, and I'm still trying to collect my thoughts and look at my bank account to objectively see if <laughs> I can go to any of these. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you are a fan of Bang Dream, then yeah, you definitely understand the despair that Ken and I are feeling at this very moment. Oh, you know, Despa- happy, happy, bitter, bittersweet. I guess emotions. Bitter, right? bittersweet you know, emotion. <laughs> at this point, Bushiroad sweetest bitter. owns me. <laughs> Bushiroad owns me. They, oh, uh, they just bought Stardom also, which is. The, I was gonna say Bushiroad also owns Stardom, not just. <laughs> so I'm sure they so if you guys don't know, Stardom lot. is a is a Joshi Pro or a female pro wrestling, like, I guess fortune or like thing over there. But it's it's interesting nonetheless to hear everything about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we have that. We have review stuff coming out next week because they have their huge review third act i believe that's what it's called and they're bringing all the other people from relive so all the other schools into this particular performance the next two performances so it'll be interesting nonetheless actually Ina Iba is gonna be really really busy for the next couple <laughs> couple of months up until uh april to the release of her single yeah and if you're not familiar with review starlight that's a another i guess franchise another bushi uh animation franchise i think it's i think the game came first right the review starlight game yeah i'm not sure yeah i think i think it was the game first yeah um but it's it's basically a fantasy stage plays sort of uh, musical series right based on schools I think you can talk more about that than i can right but i mean you know for bushiro this is their answer to token rabu because it's a stage play with weapons and magical things, except it's just placed into the school days now. Because they saw how huge Token Rabu is. And unfortunately, Bushiro doesn't do the husbando things very too much. <laughs> they're, they're trying. I, I'm, I'm not familiar with Token... What did what, 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 you say again? What, what is it called? Uh, token Rambu Danchi. Ah, I see, I see. It is, so can you explain what that is for a, a bit? Please? So basically, they're a stage show based on like the Sengoku era. And it's ah. like an anime husbando thing. They were the other anime act in this past year's Kohaku, along with uh, Aquars. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. So and they appear. Okay, thank you. They appeared on like all the Inca stuff because it's like, oh, it's traditional Japanese. Her, her, her. Yeah. Now, now that you mention it, I think I, I I'd seen them around. I just wasn't familiar with what what where they came from. Yeah, like, yeah. As yeah, far yeah, as no. source material and things go. So. So a lot of a lot of it. Remember, this past year was all about like, whoa, what a good old animal. All of a sudden, Daoku's in it, the Aquas and the Token Robin Donchies. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. Gotta make everybody happy, you know. You gotta make. You gotta get that uh, Olympic wheels a turning already, because it's becoming a little bit too late now. But yeah, besides that, yeah, nothing much. Just all the Bang Dream stuff, and uh, I went back to my Juicy playlist too, and I've been going through the old AKB stuff. I went 
Let's listen to mm. the good old hits of River and Baby, Baby, Baby. Baby, Baby, Baby. Uh, some, some classics will never leave, right? With that, let's move on to the news, I guess. And there's only just a couple things here. The first one being that the lovely Hirata Yurina from Kiyakizaka 46 will be actually making her solo debut. And it's going to be called Suno no Maguro. And it'll be used for the next motion picture called Hibiki, which she also was, you know, a part of. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to this. And apparently it's going to be with the ninth single of Kiyakazaka 46's and it's that's gonna come out later on in the the winter but eh, who knows uh they might be backdooring the same thing like they did with Sayane, right right where where her solo debut came with a single yeah yeah i mean i what did you think about this uh this song and this video i mean it's a little different from what i'm used to kiyaka mm-hmm. doing I mean, because, you know, I think of the revival for the most part with Kiyakizaka 46 is where they just go hard all day and all night with just all the hardcore mature themes and dancing and very dance-centric and dance-heavy songs and Mm -hmm. tracks. But, you know, it's it's a little bit different from what I'm used to by them, but it's, it's a solid track nonetheless. You know, the 46s have been overtaking the 48 hand in hand for like the past year and a half to two years now. So I'm not surprised at this yeah, point. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I guess prior to the podcast, Ken and I were talking when we were um, reviewing over the content for the, for today. I Yeah, I came to the realization that there's a stark contrast between the popularity of... Uh, for the 46 releases compared to the most recent 48 releases. And yeah, I guess that's all I'll say about that. But it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, honestly. But with that, let's move on to the next article here. And that is the lovely Chiaki Sato will be announcing or revealed that she will be dropping a brand new album called Planet, which will Ooh. drop on November 13th. This will be her first full album since her departure from Kinoko Taikoku, uh, the band that she was usually a part Mm -hmm. of, and has been signed to Universal. I'm excited. I've seen a couple of her prior works with the band, and um, I'm looking forward to this. Unfortunately, not much is known about the release, except that it'll come out with two editions. And you can check out all the lovely information on our track. She'll also be holding a small one-woman live also starting from December. If you guys are in Japan during that time, you can check out all the details also there. Yeah, so um, Planet uh, will include, as Ken mentioned, the most recent ch- released track, uh, Kiso Suru. Yeah, I've been listening to Chiaki Sato a lot, so I'm looking forward to Planet. Um, Prior to Planet in 2018, she released an EP called Sick Sick Sick, which I believe was her first um, full release that she had done since the, I guess, the hiatus of uh, Kinoko Teikoku. 
And yeah, it it's a really different style. It's a really different style from the type of music that they used to make as a band. Um, Six 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 was very, uh, I want to say electronic. It, it it was pretty heavy, which is a good thing. Yeah, it was it was like some mixture. Yeah, yeah. it was a fusion style. It's it's just good. I mean, you got to do something to stand mm-hmm. out. But it, it really suits her voice well. I think. Yeah, yeah, it did. Cause uh, her 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 voice is is really strong at I guess creating ambient textures. So, what's the most interesting is that you know, apparently I think this album will have more of your traditional sort of uh, I guess ballad type of songs as we've seen with Kisil. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see um, the range that she tries to accomplish with her first solo album release yeah and with that let's continue on to the lovely little anime of sss gridman if you guys don't know this was a fairly popular tokusatsu anime that i believe dropped this past year and i i personally didn't watch it but i i know that gray is a huge fan <laughs> right but yeah they announced that they will be having a best of album releasing on december 18th and it's just simply called their SSS Gridman Best Album. What's interesting is it'll drop with 15 tracks total and it'll have the character songs. So all the seiyus that have specific songs that is about like the character and stuff like that will be included with this release and it'll include the opening and the ending which lovely lovely Maya Uchida is a part of with her youthful beautiful song which is really good. I had I had really liked it when it came out. So yeah, that was a great song. But with that, let's continue on with the Fantastics from XL Drive. They also announced that they will be releasing a brand new single called "Time Camera" that will drop on December fourth. This comes off of their de- half off the heels of their chart-charting hit "Dear Destiny," and it will be their fourth single overall. And actually, it's pretty very interesting because it'll come off near the date of their one year anniversary so it's kind of used to kind of sum up that feelings of things there but it'll release with two editions which you can check out much on the site and you can check out their latest hit dear destiny also on the site too i just have one comment to make regarding this uh regarding dear destiny i like the song but (laughs) in watching the music video this is sorry this is a really weird comment but I wish I could live on the set of the music video. It looks like a, I don't know, seems like a livable place. Anyway. <laughs> Can I live on the set of uh, o- o- Orion's okay, music well, video I... set with Mi- Mika Nikonagashima and Soda Erika? <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I guess there are a lot of different sets that um more people would rather live on. I, I don't know, it's just the way the choreography, choreography was shot. It just seems like a really nice open yeah. space with, you know, um, a lot of different levels with, uh, like, tables and chairs and nice lighting. It just seems mm. like a nice mm. spot to, to, to relax. And Can I live in the the set in the world of Baby, oh. Baby, Baby? <laughs> okay, now, now, now we've opened up the can of worms. But <laughs> let's, put the, <laughs> let's put the lid back on for a second, okay? Okay, wait. What about uh, Take On Me? Can we? Can, what, can I live in the world and take on me? <laughs> Isn't that like the sketch drawing thing? 
Yeah, that's what. Oh my god, that's like that's like saying like, okay, I just want to live in uh, it's like a like a lucid dream where like anything is possible. <laughs> hey man. Or uh, what was it? Hanabi by Dalko and. <laughs> Yunus Kenshi, can I live in that anime world? Hey man, you know, there's a place for you. It's called the land where dreams come true. Disneyland. Oh, Hotel California? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not sponsored by Disney, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> we're not sponsored we're by not Disney. We're not sponsored by any of these, <laughs> any of these um, artists. But we, we, we would like to live in their world. But that's why, we li- that's why we enjoy music, right? That's why we enjoy music. Yeah. And as the the old PS2 to uh, catchphrase was, live in your world, play in ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with that, let's continue on to our next article here. Vocalist Soda Amamiya announced that she'll be releasing a brand new single called Regeneration on November 6th. This will be her latest single since Viper back in July and will be her ninth overall. It's set to be the ending theme song for the upcoming season for the popular fantasy anime Seven Deadly Sins. I, I've never watched it, but apparently Amamiya is also a part of, so continues that trend of being part of animes that you sing for. Except for Lisa, I wish she was part of an anime. That's right, yeah, Lisa, Lisa is not a CAU, but yeah. But yeah, it will release with like three different editions, a CD-only standard, which you can check up all on the site there. If you guys are interested, she's actually teaming up with the lovely convenience store chain Lawson and will be holding two two live events, which is pretty much just called the clearest sky sponsored by Lawson's, I think. Mm. And it's going to be on January 18th and 19th. If you guys are a fan of her, go check it out. You can check out all the lovely links on the site also. And I guess watch Sadly Deadly Sins. I think it's on the the Crunchyroll. I think it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah. We're not, I'm not. We're not sponsored. We're not by sponsored by Crunchyroll. But, but but please. I wish we were. Please. I used to be paid by them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, continuing on up, it is unfortunately the lovely, lovely, exciting news of Aya Uchida. We we I got a little confused with Maya Uchida earlier, and every single time I tried to write this article, it kept on autocorrecting to Maya Uchida. But it's Aya Uchida. She's also another favorite famous voice actress that turned vocalist. She announced that she'll be really releasing a brand new album called Informia. Inform- Is that how we say it? Uh, I think so. Inform Inform Informia. Infirmia <laughs> on November 28th. This will be her latest album since Ice Cream Girl back in September of 2017. And will be her fourth album overall. This will be used to bookend her fifth anniversary in the music industry. And it will include the latest singles such as Side and Candy Flavor. Unfortunately, not much is known about the album except it will release with two different editions, which you can check out more information on the site. If you guys are interested, we also have the lovely music video for her song, Sign, which she was also for an ending theme song for an anime that she was probably a part of also. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, continuing on up it is. Well, we're just becoming Anime News Network (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Anime News. We're not sponsored by them either. (laughs) Anime to you. Yeah, anime anime to you. (laughs) 
And that is the voice actress turned vocalist Aina Suzuki also announced that she will be releasing her debut album on January 22nd. Yeah, debut. Yay. Called Ring-A-Ling, Ring-A-Ling Suzuki. And if you guys don't know, she is part of, most likely known for being the, the voice of Mari Ohara in Love Life Sunshine. So she's also part of Aquars and with Yellow Buster for that reason, who's also a DJ now. So waiting for that collaboration D4 between DJ. her and D four DJ. You heard it here first. Oh, you boy. heard it here first. If if and when no not if when when Yellow Buster uh what's her last name Alisa yeah, Koya- <laughs> Koyama yeah Koyama Alisa sorry to the fans I I like her a lot I'm just bad with names. So when, when Koyama Arisa announces that she has joined the newest act that is a part of D4DJ, please remember that you heard it here first. Breaking news, okay? Predicting the future. Breaking Onkaku news. to you. Anime to you. DJs to you. Anime. <laughs> DJs to you. I gotta go and copyright all this before it gets all taken. <laughs> But it's it's funny because we, we joke around this, but you know, D4DJ has another famous person that we know in our time in AKB. Yes, that's right. We uh, And we can leave that ambiguous to the listeners at home. They have Google. Yeah, you just look... Yeah, Google, just look <laughs> yeah. it up. <laughs> just look up AKB48 and uh, KO University oh, and Scandal, yeah. and then... <laughs> yeah. You can look that up, uh, and you'll find out what who that member is. What's interesting also, because just like, if, if if you're not part of AKB, you're somehow, someway tied to like the idol industry, and it's it's really funny that, you know, we, we call, we, I, I, we make these stupid nicknames for all the members for the 48 family. Like, we call, we call Yamamoto Sayaka, we call her the Mighty, because she was the next big thing oh, for she's the, the 48. Future, the so, future. So, yeah, she's the future. Yeah, because she was she was the future. She was the next big thing for the Forty Eight family, which she was at the time when she made her debut. Mm-hmm. And now we have this lovely girl who we called the Mighty, because she <laughs> placed on the media Simbatsu for the first time and just dropped after that <laughs> off the face of the earth on the Simbatsu listing, and now she is a seiyu, and she is a very popular one at that being part of the lovely Idol Master series. So, you can look that up too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, with our last news article here, we have the lovely Kanjani 8. You know, they they just lost Ryo Nishi, Nishikudo, but I guess that uh, Johnny Train is going to keep a chugging because they announced that they'll be releasing a brand new single called Tomoyo on November 27th. This will be their latest release since Crystal back in March. Unfortunately, not much known is known about this single, except that it will release with three editions. And this lovely little t-shirt special edition, which I would, wouldn't mind having, because I would like to support Kanjani 8, because they, they haven't had a good couple years. Yeah, they've... they've <laughs> well, they, they're definitely not a uh, eight-member group anymore. That's all I can say. Yeah, they were... They they haven't been for a long time now. Yeah, for a long time, and that number just gets a little closer to the opposite side of eight, closer to zero. Closer to zero. If, if, if it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't clear enough, but yeah, yeah. But you know, we have one news news thing that we have to bring up before we go on to the 
got onto the music corner here that's unfortunately one of the members of NMB48, Yudi Oda, announced that she'll be graduating and that the single Hatsukoi Shinjo Shugi would be her last single. If you guys don't know, Hatsukoi Shin- Shinjo Shugi will drop on November 6th. They released the music video for this and oh boy, we were talking about it earlier. Oh wait, it's... but sorry, not to interrupt you, but <laughs> just I guess to retcon the co- like uh the this uh what we're we're about to say. I didn't realize that the single wasn't released yet. So I think maybe that has a big uh, that that that's a big reason why too. Like the video is out. But I think once the single comes out those numbers are gonna go way up, so Yes, yes, definitely, and it'll be increased by three because we have to watch the music video. <laughs> yeah, but, I guess. Yeah, to to to, to pressure on so people aren't left in the dark. I I said, you know, oh wow, you know, I was I was just shocked by, you know, although this just came out, I thought the views that the video for the video for Hatsukoi Shijo Shugi was kind of low, but I guess all things into consideration, it just came out. And the single didn't even wasn't even released yet. So yeah, everything is good. Everything is healthy. It's all fine. So for now, it doesn't it doesn't escape that it's a pretty bad song though. But well, when it gets to the Oricon, I already know it's gonna reach number one. Well, I'll critique it more harshly then. But yeah, it, this will be her last single, unfortunately. But yeah, but you know, hopefully we'll see her around, right? That indeed. But yeah, with that, let's move on to this week's co- music corner. And it is the lovely band Fredericks. If you guys don't know, they are a four member pop rock band that were formed by the Mihara twins back in uh, 2007. And they have these lovely theme of having highly addictive compositions and melodies. They hope to be the next hot topic in the music industry that listeners will never forever forget. They break the mold on several things that I like. I like to have in a kind of pop rock band now, is they have mm-hmm. these more whimsical, repeating rhythms, and they have this lovely, like, skillful composition done by vocalist and guitarist Kenji Mihara, that you know at first glance might come off as the same old pop and rock like genre that fans of them are used to hearing, but you know they make it so that their songs aren't just straightforward like that and that's what i really do like about fredericks and their music videos also take the same artistic approach if you watched one of their music videos you'll know that very much so there's a lot of camera spinning in that there's so much camera spinning on all of their music videos (laughs) but you know their song odd loop and synchronism is a perfect example of their whimsical factor that the band exudes and it's either if it's kenji's much more higher vocal range that meshes with their drummer takuru takahashi or guitarist ryuji akashira you know, having him and his brother Koji, who's at the basis, makes it, you know, at least impossible to not admire their high paced composition that they have together. And their latest track, Vision, while not mm. having that same old mesmerizing rhythmic tune as a couple of their earlier tracks in their discography, still have that, that illusion to be like, you know, we're, we're here. 
and other it does have a same change so to speak but it still has the dna or the soul of their original tracks too if you kind of understand that yeah definitely i guess compared to the sound that a lot of people are used to right like um i think most people if not you know everyone that will possibly come over come across ongakutsu has heard you know odd loop because that song blew up uh, a couple years back already now right like maybe i want to say 2000 and 12 13 yeah it blew up uh right around their time when they became major back in 14 2014 ah okay 14 yeah uh if if you don't know that song by name i just just remember it's the it's the video with the two girls that are just like staring dead into the camera no emotion and doing like this funky dance (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's song. yeah but i guess um going along with what you what you were saying ken so their most recent song vision yeah it's it's a little different from from their i guess characteristic sound but it does still very much sound like frederick right it's because yeah, i guess yeah, if you boil yeah. it down um they just are they have a knack for really really catchy hooks and um just really creating like a melody that will just stick in your head and what's interesting about vision is that it you know it brings it's almost trendy or i guess it kind of it does follow the trend where it brings in a lot of the city pop aesthetic that is kind of popular now with other artists city pop you know that genre of pop that was very popular in the 80s and 90s in Japan that's made a resurgence with um I guess songs classic songs like Plastic Love coming back you know so it's interesting that they incorporated some of these uh sounds and aesthetics into their most recent song Vision but it doesn't sound like you know it's just another song that's trying to follow the trends it it's it's really catchy it's I I wasn't expecting this song to like the song that much but um Cause I I didn't think it was, it it wasn't that popular, right? I guess it's pretty new still, so I guess I can't say that. But it's it's a really it's 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 gonna be stuck in my head, man. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, and mission accomplished by Frederick, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I I really do like them, and I've been kind of sideline champing them for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know the it's it, it's interesting because Kenji also gives out if you guys watch odd loop he also does that dead luck thing <laughs> yeah that's why he does that just just, just dead luck just no soul <laughs> no emotion and no soul but it's it's really good and when we went to go to uh not countdown <laughs> rock in japan, rock we, in went japan to go yes. we we overheard them and we just saw they that song is still still really famous because they played it and we saw these two girls doing the stupid dance, and we were just laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely their most popular song ever. And um, probably one of the more popular songs of the decade. Oh, yeah, and for, that's a topic for another day. But since it's 2019, we're going to have to do the uh, songs of the, of the 2010s. Yeah, we're gonna have to do the the teens, the two thousand teen songs. Yeah, this this winter is going to be a beast because we have to do that. We have to 
countdown of what the, our songs for 2019 are, and we have to think about it. Really think about it. Yes. There, there are a couple because AKB came on the rise and then fell halfway through the gener- the whole generation, in my opinion, anyway. But it's it's interesting to see nonetheless, and I can't wait till we have that, and hopefully we'll have you on for those those episodes too, Redford. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, can't, looking at you know going back to Frederick, I, I definitely anticipate Odd Loop to be on there, and uh, yeah. Now that they're, you know, still cranking out really, really, you know, catchy, really pleasant, like good to, good to listen to songs like Vision. Yeah, we're looking forward to see what they have in store next, right? That's for darn sure. If you guys don't know, they have several singles under their belt before they made their major label debut with A Sketch, if you guys don't know what their record label is, back in 2014. They have a couple of things, which is Only Wonder. And Kanashi Udashi back in 2016-17. And they also have several other mini-albums with two in their indie days and four from A-Sketch. That stretched across 2014 and 17. They also have two albums simply titled Freder Rhythm and Freder Rhythm 2 in both in 2016 and this year, 2019. But yeah, if you guys want to know more info about them, you can check out our site, check out Music Corner, and you can see that they we put their official website and their Twitter and the song Vision on there too. So, yeah. yep, go check it out. You know, we are at week 26 for this, and we're also slowly mm-hmm. counting down to week 29. Ooh. And when we, when we get to week 29, we'll have 20 <laughs> full artists. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that lovely three-hour breakdown again <laughs> that we'll be doing. So hopefully we'll have you on for that too, Renford. Yeah, if I guess this is a little bit of an insight as to how these things go down with uh, how we run Ongak to you. But, yeah, I, you know, as, as long as those episodes can be and as much work as it takes to, uh, you know, make sure that you not only are familiar with... Uh, all the artists that we need to cover, but you know, I also make sure that you you know the artists well enough to 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 say something, you know, interesting about the artists and their songs. It's always worth the effort because it's always it always covers a vast array of genres, right? You know, you have music corner as it is now. Um, you we have artists that are new. We have artists that have been around for a while, uh, and it's. Always interesting because having to cover so many artists in so much depth, uh, many of which might not be artists that you may have stumbled upon yourself. It's always a very enriching journey if you're into music. So, yeah, we'll be looking forward to sharing this with you in the near future. Yes, yes, yes. That is for darn certain there. But yeah, with that, let's move on to the Oricon. And this week is... That's all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't really know what's what's good or bad anymore. But um, there are a lot of songs on the Oricon this week that, you know, I guess as as per the trend, uh, as per usual, you know, are not recent releases, but they always come back, so it's fine. Those are always songs that are very uh, easy on the ears, more or less. So, yes, yes, yes. 
And one of them is uh, Mo Ichido by Magical Punchline. And, you know, I gotta say, this this is idle. This is very, very yeah. idle. This is very, very, very idle to, to a T. And it's it's all right. I, I wouldn't kick it out of uh, bed for cookies, if you know what I mean, for the most part. And it's a very safe song, and I wouldn't mind listening more by them. Just, just to kind of gauge of what they're... They're more of their discography is because this is the first time I've heard anything by them. Yeah, they might be n- new, maybe. But yeah, don't 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 take my word for that. I just um. No, at least within the last three years, so it's still fairly. Oh, okay, new. okay, okay, okay. So they're so, okay. so they're they're still fairly new, but yeah, this is the first time that I've seen them come on to the Orcon, which is good. I mean, it's an accomplishment to reach that high within such a short amount of years they are done by pony canyon of all people so of course uh that pony canyon music is always good there right but it's a, a very safe idol song i wouldn't i would say it's doing a little bit better than what akb is doing right now but it's it's all right i wouldn't kick it out for anything mm-hmm. i really enjoyed the energy that this song brought you know what's interesting is like yeah definitely it's more or less you know the structure of of just everything about it you know the song like uh, the choreography the lyrics everything is is very much your typical idol song uh they bring a lot of really earnest energy which um i don't know some somehow watching the video made it sound made it made it feel kind of refreshing to me and um, i just feel like we, there's an oversaturation of of a similar aesthetic and sound in the idol industry but it's yeah, just it, done by idols that i don't know it's you know there's no no there's no it doesn't feel like there's a soul to it right but i i, I watching mo ichido i i could feel um you know some of the genuine warmth of, of of the members in in the performance and so on paper it seems like it, it shouldn't really be anything all that um stand out but yeah i i actually enjoyed this one a lot so Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, Mo Ichido sold a lovely 14,425 points. And going on up to number 9, it is Yu Ake Made's Sioi Gara Nakutemo E by Nogizaka46. It's been on here for close to a month now. Close nothing to a more. month. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nothing more <laughs> I can say about this. It's, yeah, uh, nothing more to add to that, really. Good song. Good song. Very emotional. I love it. Mm-hmm. Luna liked it. Mm-hmm. You have any more things to say about it? Probably nothing that's uh, that hasn't already been mentioned. Mm, okay. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Gray of all people didn't like the song. I can see that. I guess hmm, the themes uh, and the I guess the atmosphere of this song is a little. I don't want to say darker. More serious. Is that? Is that? Is that? Is that? Is that the right it's uh, more mature. More mature. There we go. More mature. Yeah, it's it's it does have a more mature feel. I can see some people not liking it just because it. When I first listened to it, it didn't really grab me. I I didn't. I couldn't really remember anything about the song, like like how the melody went or anything at the first time I listened to it. But um, yeah, I think you you really appreciate the 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 more mature themes here right i guess especially given all that's gone on in japan recently with all these typhoons and stuff like that right 
uh, I guess one of the themes of just, you know, you know, it's okay. You don't have to just, you don't have to always be strong, right? Because there's always these hardships. You can, uh, it's okay to, 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 to feel vulnerable. I think maybe that's the theme that kind of resonates with people that are recovering from um, maybe the harder hit typhoon areas. So, so I think it's a worthy song of the ninth position on the on this week's chart, right? Yep, that's for darn sure. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely fourteen thousand four hundred ninety-seven points, and going on up it is Umatoshika by Yunezu Kenshi. Yeah, it's uh been on up for digitally for close to four months now, but physically I think it's about a month now. Around the same time. Uh, right, right, right. Nothing more I can say to it. It's his best song by far. And it is one of the shoe-ins for one of the songs of the year for me. I wouldn't rank it too high, but it's at least one of the songs that I've ended up really, really liking. Yeah, uh, I think it's a great song. I probably have to listen to it more. But I, for me, personally, I still prefer his previous song. Um, what was it? The... the See, right the uh, the umito yude. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, th- this is combined CD and download, so it could include umito yude also. But uh, this this re- the whole this this re- whole release of the single is a really solid single. It's yeah, the probably, single, the whole single. The the whole single is a solid single, and it's been his best song by far. Both of them have mm-hmm. been really, really good. But yeah. Uma Toshika this week sold a lovely 17,367 points. And going on up, it is number 7 with Danshari Kareshi by Zok, Z-O-C, or Zone of Control. We just talked yeah, about Zoku. this last week. <laughs> Zoku, Zoku. Zoku, Zoku Desus. But we talked about this last week with Seiko Mori, and this is the group that she's a part of, actually. <laughs> yeah, this is the... Uh... This is her group that she envisioned, right? Because uh, Seiko Omori, a lot of people consider her to be an um, anti-idol, idol in a way. Uh, and, and she very much, I guess, especially earlier on, her image was very much crafted upon that, being very edgy, right? And almost going against uh, the traditional idol stereotypes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she always actually very, very much enjoyed the idol aesthetic. She grew up being into idols, and um, one of her favorite idols is actually Michishiki Sayumi from um, formerly of Morning Musume, which she did a collab with uh, recently, if, 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 if y'all remember. But yeah, so because of that, she always wanted to have an idol group. And so she just went around the world went to the ends of the earth to, to recruit her her A her, her A team. No, actually she just went and looked across parts of Japan I'm sure, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. So this is their their first I guess formal release, right? Yeah, it's I their hope first no one grew with me for that. Because uh it's not the first time we've seen Zok as a group. Um as I was discussing with Ken earlier, the first time we saw them was actually on in the song titled Z- uh, Zok done by Omori Seiko. 
mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. um in the video featured the members of Zulk now uh, but that was released under uh Omori Seiko's name on her album so yeah, yeah. I guess this is their first this is their first release as a group so it's I really I really like how you know as as much attention and as famous and as big as uh, Omori Seiko as a name has gotten in the industry it's always great when you you see them do this sort of thing where they you know find you know, other aspiring talent to work together with and don't steal the spotlight from them right so if you watch this video um yeah it's 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 very evenly focused on all the other members so as an idol group you know they sound great um they sound well to be honest they sound very much like how Omori Seiko's songs sound like which is good you know sort of uh edgy idol pop music which is great and um yeah i i think they can only gain exponentially in popularity just probably just have to see what they do from here on out if anything you want to learn more about the other members so yeah i i actually really like the song it's a little bit over the edge which i don't mind but yeah i mean it's a great song i wouldn't kick it out of teeth and I would actually enjoy this song a whole lot more if I didn't watch the music video. I think if I was just listening <laughs> to the song, because the music video kind of got a little rough around the edges at certain points. But if I was just listening to the song by itself, it's really solid. I really, really liked it. And I can't wait to hear more by Zok. Yeah, if you're into Omori Seiko, if you're not, I, we'll see I, admittedly, Omori Seiko the... isn't, isn't for everybody. It's, she's not for everybody, so... Yeah. yeah, so just be aware of that also. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Don Shari Kadeshi sold a lovely 18,851 points. And going on up, it is Pretenders by Official Hige Dondism. Yeah, this thing won't die six months now. It's on here. I think it only dipped out like three or four times within those times. So, still solid. Can't say more. You know, it's been their, their hits this year so it helps that you know uh official hige dandyism and aimeon are by far the most popular artists on streaming services and definitely helps that you know streaming has grown so much in the past year so you know um (laughs) compared to uh, other releases on this list i can understand why pretender is here because I can actually listen to it if I have a streaming service. You know what I mean? A lot of these other releases, I I can't. You can't find, right? You can't find them on YouTube. You can't find them on Spotify. You can't find them on Apple Music. You can't find them <laughs> on any service. You just have to buy the physical media, which is great because you know that's what Japan loves, and I'm not kicking that at all. But you know, we live in a digital age, and you know, obviously, if accessibility is. Uh, you know, key factor to growth, and I would have to say it only makes sense that Pretenders is still here. Because you listen to it on a streaming service, you like it, you like it enough, you want to buy, you want to buy the song itself, right? So. But yeah, all kidding aside, yeah, Pretenders is still strong, and the increasing amount of streaming and and things like that has done wonders for artists. So I can't wait to see what's next for them. I can't wait to see the contest of 
people online saying which did better, official Higedandism, I'm Young, or hmm. Yunezu Kenshi. Oh boy, Wait. that's a, a toss-up. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so that's a triple threat match that I would wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing in full HD. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. This week, Pretender sold a lovely 19,806 points. And going on up, it is Tabi no Suzuki by Takeuchi Maria. So Ooh. this is a name that I don't mind saying every so often because she is an amazing vocalist. And this song brought me back to that nostalgic feeling of the 80s and shows that even with the new age stuff, some things that are very well composed to be nostalgic can work just like this song right and i can't wait to see more by her within the next couple years because with her album taking number one a couple a couple weeks back it made a statement that she is one of the major pillars in the japanese music industry for someone of her age still yeah it definitely helps that uh you know, that sound is uh, kind of back, right? Yeah, that is for damn sure. City pop. But yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of tired of saying that, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is here yeah. now, so. But yeah, Tabby no Suzuki sold a lovely 24,276 points. Going on up, it is number four. Konani Suki ni nachatte you know? By Hirata Zaka 46. Uh, what can I say? It's it's alright. I still like it from last last week's lovely, lovely talk about this. Nothing more I can personally say. Well, what did you feel about it? I enjoyed it, but um, all I can say is... That's them, right? That's them, right? Yes, that's them. Their first song was... Freaking kyun 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 no dash day. And I, it's just yeah. embedded in the I, cornets of my eyes and ears and yeah. everything. I can't. They, they can keep releasing more songs for like till the end of time. And I don't, I'm just, the mental burn in that, that kyun just had in my mind. I just, I, I just always revert back to that. So it's I, I don't I think know. This is a good song. That's all I can. You, <laughs> you and can. Luna will definitely agree that that thing had a burn some way and somehow. <laughs> it burned. It burned. It's like uh, how um, I don't know if if if, if a lot of uh, younger folks these days know this, but you know back when we had um back before we had LCD and LED uh, monitors, right? We had a the good old cathode ray CRT cathode ray tube um, monitors, right? And TVs. And the reason why we had screensavers was to prevent burning, right? Because if you had, specifically for cathode ray uh, monitors, if you had something on screen for too long, it, even if you were to like turn the TV off or turn the monitor off or change what's on the screen, it would actually literally just, the image would get stuck on the screen, right? And so I feel like as an analogy, that's how I feel like in my head with with the you know the Zaka forty six and uh, it's just I've got old technology in my head. We we ain't operating the fastest here to begin with, and so uh, yeah. 
No matter what you try Yo, no, it's there. Is that in my head or is that you, Ken? <laughs> or both. I think it's both. Anyway. It's just both at this point. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Konani Sukinina Chattahino. So they wonderful 25,902 points there. I just. Freaking Kyun 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 Okay, next. Next. <sighs> the burn. But yeah, going on up to number three, it is Phantom Joke by Union Square Garden. Uh, I mean, it's an anime song <laughs> done by Union yeah, Square Garden. It's an anime song done by Union Square Garden. Oh, what? Wait. You, oh, you mean that's not that's not that's not detailed enough because they have uh, all their other anime songs that they've done as well. Oh, okay. Well. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. If you guys don't know, this is for the Fate Grand Order anime thing i've had I, I don't i don't watch fate but gray and luna would yeah. probably ye- is yelling at me through the earphones probably being like you don't watch fate ma, 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 ma. can you hear it already yeah. <laughs> to you supports whatever you support listen man. what did you think about phantom joke is a song ken it's all right. it's all right it it's a anime ass anime song done by union square to the garden they have, you know, I really do like Union Square Garden as a group and a band, as a three-member group. It's just like a lot of their things, especially when they do anime songs, it just kind of all melts into one. When they're not tied to an anime song, it's really great. And I, I really like their style and everything. And they've been in the industry for so long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have that ideal of we are a anime band, so... But their stuff that isn't really tied to anime is really, really great. And I, I actually wish that they could push the push the envelope just a bit more on their on their anime songs. But, you know, it is what it is kind of thing because it has to match the tone and stuff like that for the anime that they have. Yeah. Yeah, Unison Square Garden. Um, I thought the intro was really cool. You know, every single time I hear them, I even... Jeez, it's been, they've been around for... I want to say I first started listening to them in like 2010, but I might be I might be BSing that. But they've been around for a, a while. Not n- not not as long as the other artists, obviously, like Bumper Chicken and stuff like that. But you know, they've, they've for this generation they've been around for a bit, and um, yeah, uh, I agree with you to this to to a point where like a lot of their songs. Especially in recent years, like the melodies, mm, I guess it's kind of they all kind of blend into like to a certain extent. I mean, there are standout tracks, but um, I'm always impressed by the, they're actually really good at musicians, especially their drummer. Um, it's always uh, doing a lot of, a lot on the drum set. <laughs> I guess to, to for lack of a de- more in depth explanation, but. Yeah, I'm always uh, every single song they do is there's always some kind of like technical thing that they do that kind of impresses me a little bit. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And uh, this song too. Yeah, I like their intro. Oh, the drummer does like a bunch of fills and at some point that I thought were pretty cool. But that's just uh, the drummer and me talking. So. 
that's that's that i mean like i said their, their songs are are really great and i wish that when they get tied to an anime song i wish they pushed that envelope just all too much i wish they could do that i really do <laughs> but well. besides that phantom joke sold a lovely twenty six thousand five hundred and forty one points and going on up to number two, it is Koi no Shape Up by hmm. the lovely Tokimeki Sen Debu. Yeah, Tokimeki Sen Debu. Tokimeki Sen Debu. But these girls are going to whip you guys into shape, all right? All you guys. Uh, oh, okay, not guys. All you, you people, whoever you are listening. Specifically the guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but all people, definitely. Yeah, uh, I mean, because I'm I'm a little worried. I think I think we were talking about this, right? So it's a it's a cute theme, you know. It's a it's a it's a bubbly, upbeat, you know, idol song about you know getting into shape, right? I'm gonna diet. I'm gonna exercise. Let's exercise together, right? And so I, I'm just thinking about the core demographics, uh, which is split into two. Obviously, maybe like young adult men in Japan. So, okay, yeah, I'm sure a lot of them uh, could use some exercise, right? They could use some exercising, dieting, and getting into shape. And I thought about the other half of the core demographic, which was the actual like girls that are around their age or younger <laughs> who look up to them. And I thought, oh no, no, <laughs> Japanese like body image is already so like crazy critical to begin with right like and like i work at a school with like uh, young young girls right and like they're all so skinny right and so it's like oh no are they gonna watch this and think oh my god i'm fat and they're gonna like try to get even skinnier it just disappear. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, disappear no, no, in the no, ether. No, no, no. But so what about not, the other? It's, it's harmless, right? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, it, it, it's harmless, but I can't support this group. This is actually, you know, they're in the same agency as Momoido Clovers, actually. So right. of course they. Momoido Clovers and uh, Team Sashi. Uh, yeah, Team Sachi. That's right, because they changed their name, right? They're not Sachi. Yeah. Cool. Team Sachi. Oh, by the way, have you listened to Team Sachi? The latest song. It's, I it's haven't really, yet. I it's, haven't it's, yet. It's really good. Yeah, it's really I, good. I've been meaning to. Actually, I forgot. So thank you for reminding me because I need to listen to that. Because, yeah, um, just another tangent of the many tangents we've already had in this episode. Um, yeah, so Ken and I got to see, I think we've talked about it before, but, you know, we got to see Team Sachi Hoku Live, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, that was great. And to be honest, neither of us were like really that knowledgeable about them at the time. But yeah, definitely seeing them perform live definitely kind of kickstarted the uh, interest in them for sure. Because they did yeah. great, right? Yeah, they did great. Like a lot of their songs were really, really good, and it is standard, <laughs> standard idol fare. But it was interesting nonetheless to see how this particular style for them after they changed to Team Sachi was actually really good. So, mm. so I'll, I'll have to go check that out along with all the other listeners. That mm. indeed. But yeah, Koi No Shape Up sold a lovely 
27,760 points. And going on up, it is Big Shot. Big by Shot. Johnny's, by Johnny West. Yeah, I mean, Big Shot was interesting. It's very, very Johnny's. I would love to see how the new Johnny lover, Gray, really likes the song because this is very, very Johnny's. And it, it doesn't break the mold, so to speak, but it, it's there, and I like what they're doing right now. So. Mm-hmm. Feel good. You know, sing along, uh, male, idol, Johnny's flavor, Johnny's style. Johnny's, Johnny's style. Ugh. Specifically, Johnny's, style. Johnny, Johnny's West style. So, you know, interesting how uh, Johnny's West is, is gaining so much popularity now. I think yeah. uh, they're definitely not the first, I guess, Kansai-based Johnny's group. Uh, you know, Kan Johnny 8, and I believe there was at least one. Well, Kinky Kids. Uh, <laughs> I think there was one, yep. at least one or two more. Uh, so the, you know this. This is their. They they all usually them particularly always have a song that's that homage to the Kansai band, right? Yeah, I believe they the they, they have a they yeah, they have something. at least a couple of phrases in their yeah. songs that that talk about Kansai band or are in Kansai band, I should say. Yeah, my home. <laughs> no, it's not my home. It's your home. It's your home. You're the one that was always watching downtown. Yeah, I, I gotta go and yeah, just live in. Uh, <laughs> you gotta go home. You gotta go home. <laughs> I, gotta go, I gotta go to Wakayama. <laughs> yeah, you you know you know deep down your soul will not find peace until you go in, 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 until you're under the uh, Mikan trees, picking picking the the fresh. Uh, Mikans or Mikan? What are Mikans in English? Uh, tangerines, mandarin oranges, one of those. You know, in the countryside, living I mean, the honest uh, life, the honest Wakayama countryside life. But yeah, back to Johnny's West here. You know, it. I really did like it. It's it's the typical Johnny's fair, but you know, this what happened after Johnny Kitazawa's death, unfortunately, or passing. You I know. Rest in peace there. I, I liked what I'm hearing from Johnny's right now. Everything has been kind of up the next level, so to speak. And I, I have a bad fe- or a feeling it's mostly because they want to have that legacy of him living through their compositions and stuff like that. So, like, Odyssey's song has been on fire. And all the others have to bring their air game, so to speak. I was a little disappointed with uh, the distribution for Big Shot. Um, I guess it's pretty much how Johnny's distribution typically goes. But I, I was hoping since the Arashi, you know, just recently uh, released five songs on both YouTube and streaming oh, services. Y- y- they I released thought... it on YouTube and opened an official channel too. They've been yeah. slowly, slowly at a snail's pace opening up to the 21st century <laughs> yeah so i was hoping that you know this new generation of johnny's acts would you know they would just jump straight into the 21st century but you know i guess johnny's as a conglomerate has to take it slowly right so it is it what it, a, is. It, it, it is what it is it took them forever for their juniors groups to have digital stuff right so moving from model press and actually making a youtube channel and stuff like that well it's one step at a time so but yeah, Big Shot. So they lovely 
166,753 copies. I can say copies and not points <laughs> because it's literally just all CDs. All CDs. We had to. Um... <laughs> With that, let's move on to the album side just a bit to kind of see how everything is here. And by God, like, Bish took like half of it. So, Gorilla Bish, Killer Bish, Fake Metal Jacket, and Carrots and Stick bish, took 10 bish, to 7. Bish, bish. <laughs> and then, I don't know who this is. Uh, the. Zakuro Ma. Zakuro Manions. The. Kuromayos? I have no idea I've what that is, but the punch took number six. 17. Oh 17 God. still on here. Korean's uh, album is on there. Shibuya Suboru with uh, Nisai is also on here at number four. Baby Metal, Metal Galaxy. I'm surprised because they had... I wonder if they're only counting Japanese editions because Baby Metal's Metal Galaxy had international releases also. So I wonder mm. if they are counting those two. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, it's only the Japan edition. It's only the Japan edition. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's unfortunate. Mike um, by Speets is at Speets. number two. And no surprise here, number one is Travelers by Official Hige Dandizom. But the albums actually did much better than the singles from four up. So that leaves over 50,000. Jeez, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, can't get over One, two, three, four. Four, four, bish, 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 bish. Bish, 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 bish. All the bish. All the bish. But yeah, you know, with that, I hope enjoy having you on, Rufford. And, you know, probably the next episode we'll have you on will be our Music Corner one. So... Look forward to that, and hopefully you are looking forward to that, right? <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. But yeah, I mean, after that, I think the next episode we'll have you on after the Corners episode will probably be our year-end one, so I'll be happy to have you on there because we'll have the lovely debate of who who took number one, so to yeah, speak. Who took number one? It's, uh, depending on who you ask, um, well... I guess there are two discussions, right? So that's, that's there's for the decade, and there's for the year, right? Yes. I know other music bloggers uh, and critics and journalists uh, of Japanese music. Don't I know a number of people have thought that 2019 was pretty stagnant, not hot. I think that's the general consensus. But well, you know, you we, know, we here with, with yeah. It, it it's interesting to say that because we are in a new era, and I figured that they would want to try start with a a little bit of a transition from Hei, Heisei to Reiwa and stuff like that. But it'll be interesting to see what next year brings. Not only because next year is the second year of Reiwa, but it'll be Olympic year, mm. and all these groups are gonna try to be international as hell to attract international groups so to speak if you know what i mean yeah japan has no idea what they're getting themselves into <laughs> tokyo well, has no idea what i it's am gonna get themselves i into. am staying the hell away from tokyo i you was know, talking to a, 
a yeah. mutual friend of us, and she was like, yeah, I do not want to work in Tokyo during that time. What's ironic about that is that I was talking to another mutual friend of ours who's really into bouldering, um, you know, said that yeah, he and some other people are really interested in, you know, trying to make it to see the Olympics. So, uh, you know, as many people as there are that uh, know that it's going to be hell, there's a lot of people that are, you know, going to go there and make it hell. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The next the next couple of weeks is going to be interesting regardless and the next year is going to be interesting regardless and I can't wait to have you on again within those 2 to 3 episodes. But with that, ex- <clears throat> look forward to next week's episode as once again it'll be the first time we'll be having an in-person episode so all that shenanigans I Yay. I can already foresee it in the future. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah, so uh can definitely enjoy your trip enjoy your trip and enjoy your time you get to spend in person with gray and luna but yeah speaking of those two you can find us on all the lovely twitters and instagrams at ongakadu you can find the site at ongakadu.com you can find us on youtube at ongakadu like rate subscribe hit that pound button all the things the kids say yeah <laughs> and where can we find you in particular ken oh yeah well we'll get that there t- in a minute there as i, I bring see, up I my two my two affiliates Koryu hunter we might actually see him on next week i have no idea i'm Ooh. actually gonna plan to be on one of his streams we are gonna play madame madan i believe which is the spooky game and yeah it's you can find him at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also find our other affiliate, Timber Taff, where he is also a streamer in his own right. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Timber T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can find me on Twitter at O-T-Y-Ken1 as I just exploded from all the Bang Dream news, literally and physically. And uh, yeah, this is and you can find me Renford on Twitter at Mark Rensford R E N T F O R D D with two D's Renford with two D's. I guess Renford. Ren- <laughs> Ren- yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's whatever you want it to be. It's whatever it's whatever you want it to be. Open up yeah. your mind. Yeah. Open up your mind. You can find our <laughs> other two hoes, Luna at Luna Marie eighty seven, and you can find gray at ongaku gray but yeah you know i want to thank you for joining me Rifford. it's always fun always a pleasure no thank you but yeah i want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of ongaku to you i want to say thank you very much and have a great day mahalos mahalos see you